This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. As I mentioned earlier, an interview we've been looking forward to. Uh, Jimmy Kelvey is in our studio, our interactive broker studio, co-founder of Square, still a board member. His new book, The Innovation Stack, Building an Unbeatable Business, One Crazy Idea at a Time. And we have the book, but I also have a comic book in my hand. You've got the comic book. It <laughs> so, looks great on radio. So it does. Well, well, we're I on YouTube as well. <laughs> we're on YouTube. We're putting it on YouTube as well, and we'll get it out there. Um, why am I holding a comic book? You're holding a comic book because originally this story that I was telling was so epic that I didn't think words would suffice, so I started drawing. Yeah. And the stories were so funny um, that I drew a comic, and when I submitted it to the publisher, it was a comic book that then flipped back into text. And um, then the publisher rightly explained to me that nobody will read a comic book on a foreign screen anymore. Right. And everybody listens to audio books. Yep. And he was like, well, your stupid drawings are not going to work, so you need to rewrite <laughs> this thing. So I spent another year rewriting it, so it's now uh, a textbook. But I also then sort of separately published a comic because it's a great story. I mean, we there's a destruction of a major city. There's murder. There's an evil gang. Coming I to mean, Netflix. Coming to Netflix, I hope. Just I, saying. I, or, or one on, of them. Right? Come yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> the so long tail. Why did, exactly. Why do you feel compelled to write it either as a comic or as a book? So I had to write this because I, I had this crazy thing happen. Um, Square was attacked by Amazon when it was about four years old. Yeah. And when Amazon attacks you, you die. Because Amazon, they undercut your price, they copy your product, and then they watch you wither. And Square survived. And amazingly, um, Amazon, after a year of attacking us, quit and then mailed everybody a square reader and said, we're out. So um, I, I was blown away by that, but, but then I couldn't explain what happened. Yeah. So I started looking for patterns and looking for other companies this has happened to, and I found that throughout history, there are few but very significant companies that had the same thing happen, and they all had this thing that I've come to call the innovation stack, which is a way of essentially ensuring that your company becomes uh, dominant in its industry. How do you do that? So you start by not copying. You start by innovating. You start by going to an area that hasn't been explored before and then building your own series of tools. And the pattern is, it's, it's, it's been repeated throughout history, but it, it basically involves beginning with something new. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say this because I, I mentioned earlier, Kathy Wood, I don't know if you're familiar with her ARK investment, but her whole investment thesis is investing in disruption, whether it's in healthcare, whether it's in fintech, whether it's she's a big proponent of Tesla and has made a lot of money out of doing it. Her, her, her point when we spoke to her yesterday was when you have market dislocations like we're seeing in the financial markets, innovation comes out of it because it has to. And I do one, you know, wonder how you think about that too in, in your thinking of creating something. So I think that's absolutely right. And I think if you're looking at companies that are going to be durable, you're looking for essentially an innovation stack. So if we could take Tesla as, as an example, you know, it wasn't that they're making a car, they're making an electric car. So that's not just, you know, a new battery, a new drivetrain. Right. It's an entirely new platform. And Tesla has hundreds, if not thousands, of different innovations that make it possible to make that car. And if you're going to try to copy that, if you're GM or Ford or any of these other companies, you're you're facing a very steep curve because you just can't copy two or three things. Whereas if you know Toyota wanted to do something different, you know GM and Ferrari and the other you know petrol-based. Uh, 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 car companies would, yeah. would right. very rapidly copy it. 
All right, so can we go back briefly? We've only got about a minute left, and we're going to keep you around and uh, bug you with some other questions. But, I mean, the birth of Square is amazing. I mean, you were a glass blower? Glass blower? Still am. I love yeah. that. So how did this happen? You couldn't make a sale. So Jack Dorsey and I worked together uh, 20 years ago at a company that I, other, that I still have, and um, we decided to start a new company. We didn't know what we were going to do. I was in my studio one day trying to sell a piece of glass, and I lost a sale because I couldn't take an Amex card. And I called Jack on my iPhone, and I said, this is what we need to do. So that was what became Square. All right. So in just the few minutes we have left since you brought him up, got to ask you, Jack Dorsey has uh, been under a little bit of pressure you lately. You can't do that now with only 40 seconds left. Well, we got to give him at least a chance <laughs> to. Uh, what do you think about the the two CEOs? What do you think about Paul Singer's argument? Uh, so I'm uh, not paying much attention to what's happening at Twitter. I'm on Square's board, yep. and Jack is doing a great job at Square. Well, there you go. All right. See? I got it in there. We might have a follow-up. I right. was going to say. <laughs> have it. I, you know, I really don't know that much about Twitter. No, no, no. We have to take a commercial break, um, um, but we're going to come back and continue to talk with Jim McKelvey. He's co-founder of Square Board Member. His book is The Innovation Stack. I think it's so relevant to kind of our world at large right now. So Building much to ask Unbeatable about. business, one crazy idea at a time. It's those crazy ideas that really uh, create something that is often lasting. All right. Jim McKelvey uh, is still with us, co-founder of Square. He's the author of a new book called The Innovation Stack. I what we just did. Like, what we, uh, no, we're trying to decide what to talk about Jim. Building an unbeatable business, one crazy idea at a time. All right, so you've got some serious New York roots. Tell us about it. Mom's from Yonkers. Uh, uh, my grandfather, uh, Otto Rothbauer, uh, used to brew beer for Dutch Schultz during All right. Prohibition. All right, tell us more about that. What do so, you know about that story? So uh, this is all secondhand through my uncle. Um, but uh, during Prohibition, I mean, my grandfather was an immigrant. He only knew how to brew beer. His, uh, he had to support a poor family. And uh, they brewed it and shipped it through a sewer pipe. Uh, they ran a pipe through the sewers and, 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 and served the beer out of a Polish Here church. Here in New York? In Here New in New York? York, up in Yonkers. Wow. Oh yeah, and, and, and years later they found this pipe going through you know, the underground under, under the streets and couldn't explain it, and it was uh, where the beer flowed. Had a great smell to it. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> but you what? hang out in New York. What's the New York tech scene? The New York Tech scene was fantastic. When we were launching Square, both Jack and I wanted to locate here. And we located in San Francisco because there were more engineers out there. So this was 2010. And actually, the city of New York offered us free office space. And both Jack and I wanted to be here. Jack had an apartment at the time. I have an apartment here now. I love New York. I, you know, I'm, I'm sort of half a New Yorker anyway. Yeah. And you can tell by the speed at which I speak. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. You yeah. do not speak but, like a San Franciscan. Geez. No, no, no. I'm, I'm from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, born and raised. <laughs> but but uh, New York's in my blood. And look, it's a great city. Um, and I love it. Today, though, there's plenty of engineers in New York. Would it be easier? Yeah. It's obviously easier today. It's much easier today. There are great engineers everywhere. And uh, I've, uh, I've got a company called uh, Invisibly that's right now uh, got an office in New York and in San Francisco. And that's a content. Uh, it, that's about sort of the economics of content. Yeah, right? it's trying to get people like you paid. I mean, it's basically to pay more for quality content and less for crap. All right, good. We're going to talk more about that when you we had come me back. Quality content. Yeah, and not crap. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jim McKelvey is going to come back with his co-founder of Square, author of the Innovation Stack: Building an so Unbeatable Business. So you're talking business, fast now, Jason one Kelly. One crazy idea at a time because I'm racing against the clock. All right, so let's uh, use just a couple of the minutes we have left to uh, get back to Jim McKelvey, co-founder of Square and author of the Innovation Stack: Building an Unbeatable Business, One Crazy Idea at a Time. All right, give us the like, like sell this book. Sell this book to people who are listening and watching. So the, 
the big takeaway is that there's this powerful thing called called an innovation stack, which is what Jack and I use to build Square into a multi-billion dollar company. And it's something that anyone can do because when I started researching, what I found is that at the core of most world-changing industries, there is a founder or founders who are unqualified. And but I, by, wow. by unqualified, what I mean is these are people who do not have credentials to do what they did. So the biggest bank in the world was founded by uh, a 15-year-old high school dropout who was a produce vendor beforehand. The biggest furniture company in the world founded by a 17-year-old kid. You've, you've got these patterns again and again where people who have no seeming qualifications, like Jack and I, I, I mean, I'm a glass blower. Jack was a massage therapist. I mean, like we didn't know anything about banking. We weren't experts. I could see a guy laughing in the studio so hard. <laughs> that, that guy laughing is Doug Krisner, yeah. our anchor who's coming up. Thank you, Doug. But like the point is you should be laughing because like we didn't have credentials. But this is the magic thing about innovation stacks is they, they give you this tremendous power um, that I think everybody possesses. And that's why I wrote the book. What's the most important trait of an entrepreneur? Because sometimes I think it's like you just got to you go out to answer a question, you know, and fix something that just hasn't been. Which dealt is what with, you did. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, but, the it's the ability to do something without positive reinforcement initially. So if you're going to, so by my definition of entrepreneur, which is somebody who does something that hasn't been done before, as opposed to a business person who sort of copies what is known to work. Right. Yeah. An entrepreneur has, has the ability to go out and work without immediate positive feedback because you're not going to get any. When we were starting Square for about the first year, everyone thought we were crazy. A payment executive of a $4 billion company took me out to dinner here in New York, bought himself a martini and then downed it and said, you're an idiot. And for the next two hours, uh, he was telling me why I was an idiot. And he was an expert. And I was this guy who didn't know anything about payments. But it turns out that what he was an expert in was not the industry we were building. But how do you not get discouraged? 29 billion market like cap later. Square. Yeah. Well, you don't get discouraged because you're focused on a problem. You're not yeah. focused on what everybody says. Like, I didn't really care what people said. All I cared about was whether or not we could build a system that made it possible for small merchants to get paid. And that's what I cared about because I was a small merchant. Right. Uh, Do you have fun writing the book? The book was excru it was fun writing it. It was excruciating rewriting it. it, it yeah. It's been rewritten eight times because I just couldn't put something out there that was boring to read. So if right. you read it, it I, I tried to it's make lively. it fun because, look, here's the thing. This is fun stuff. Like entrepreneurship, by its very definition, is fraught with failure, and failure makes great stories. It so, does. And everybody wants to know, somebody's tweeted me, is Jack in Africa? Because that's Square's next big market. Jack is not in Africa that I know of right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think he's All there. right, you're going to have to come back and hang out with us some more. We love being very with cool. you, Jim McKelvey. Co-founder of Square in our Bloomberg Interactive Broker Studio. The book is The Innovation Stack, Building an the Unbeatable Business book. One Crazy Idea Netflix, at a Time. Showtime, Apple. Get, get the comic book at jimmckelvey.com because Penguin wouldn't publish it, so I'm just giving it away. jimmckelvey.com, right. you can get the free comic. There you go. See? Who says nothing comes for free in this world?